Welcome to Gamers Down Under Podcast. This is episode 55. News of the week. I'm Lemon. And I am Steve. Hey! How's Manny to going? Done. Finished. Done. Complete. <laughs> You've finished a game. That's going to be the... Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's second, the second game. Second game of the year, yep. Wow, I'm proud of you. You actually finished no, the game. No, third. Third. What's the second? You forgot Final Fantasy, the game of the year. Oh. <laughs> Mate, I don't even know what you're talking about. Even Every I... game you play lately has been game of the year. All right, okay. So we'll come back to that anyway. About Three games. Three games. Three game, yeah, okay. We'll Finish. come back to that because I don't believe it's three anyway. Because okay. one's really just a remake, but we'll move on. Gaming news of the week, mate. So Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, R eighteen plus in Australia. I always take that with a grain of salt because Australia's R eighteen is ridiculous. It is still pretty much America's MA. Yeah, but at least we have. It won't be refused a classification. Yes, yeah, and that's... So that means the uh, uh, game is definitely coming. Yeah, I am glad. I definitely am. Um, but, yeah, I just... I don't even know why we've got R18 in Australia. Like, it's pathetic. But no, so the game will come out on the 17th of September. So, Which really is right, right near my birthday, so... Happy birthday to everyone else, because I'll probably end up doing a giveaway. <laughs> Happy birthday! Pretty sure we done that last year too. I think we did. Birthday presents away. That's it. But now I'm pretty excited. I, actually, I'm excited for the adjustable genitals. Now, see, now, I... pause, pause, <laughs> save that, capture that sound, put. <laughs> that is going global. That's going global. I should probably put a little bit more context. I it. think so. <laughs> I am. Um, you the meme that was on Facebook, and it actually went pretty big, uh, because when Cyberpunk turned around and said you've got adjustable genitals, obviously you can adjust the length and girth, and which don't we wish that was real life? <laughs> but the, the this meme shows the uh, the lady pull a man's pants down, and. His genitals is a basketball. Oh wow! It's because they they didn't stipulate what the adjustments could be. So then people started making all these memes about being able to make your genitals into something else. But the the guy's all nervous, and she's like, shh, and pulls her pants down, and she's got a basketball hoop. So I just See, lost it. I'm just lost worried about laughing. that whole thing. Like, I, I don't know. I play a lot of games. Why they've given you an option to make it adjustable? Like, I don't know if that's screaming out to every man, or maybe just yourself, Steve, because I haven't got an issue. But that's yeah, I mean, <laughs> not here Living my life through it. Well, that's a they done it with Conan as well. And look, I had a bit of a laugh, and obviously you're always like, <laughs> and you adjust it, make it a big giant mammoth dong, and then yeah. You, you giggle about it, but and then you move on. But you're like, there, there's someone who had to stare and study thousands of dongs to put all these pictures into a, like. Imagine having your name in the credits. Like, dong dong selector. Yeah. It's like you go for a job interview. So, oh, what games have you worked on? Oh, Cyberpunk 27 and uh, Conan. Wow, that's awesome. That's two really good games. Which part of the game did you do? Oh, the, oh, the dicks. 
Nah, yeah, okay. So, uh, I, as I said, I don't understand it. I don't know why it's necessary. But some people, like yourself, think that it's a big importance for the game to be able to resize your package. But anyway, <laughs> have you got anything else you wanted to add to that? Nah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, have you applied for the position for the next game then? Well, I could. I can design many. Oh, that's a worry. Alright, so what about Nintendo taking action against the Super Mario 64 PC port? I had a good giggle about this because people were up in arms as if they were surprised. Yeah. Nintendo has these just, like literally, they've got more cease and assist than I do credit cards. They, they love it. They just literally, <laughs> they, they, just walk it. Down the, they just walk down the street and they're like... Ooh, yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar. And they just pull out a credit card of cease and desist and boom, done. Like, they, I reckon they have to have the most highest amount of lawyers, solicitors, whatever you want to call them in which country, on their payroll out of any company. Because like, they were the main reason why Cool ROMs and Emulator Land and all that got shut down. It was all because of Nintendo. They were the ones who just kept on going after them and after them and up for, geez, since I was at school. So only a couple of years ago. About 30, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, look, I, I was disappointed with this because, like, all the other consoles are starting to break off and actually go to PC as well. Like, Microsoft is heavily basing most of their games to try and get them eligible to be on PC as well, which is good. It's giving more people the opportunity to play the game. So... Nintendo's always been just on the Nintendo. I don't think there's any game on the Nintendo system that you can play on any other system that's, like, made, produced by Nintendo. No, no, yeah. I don't. They normally aren't. They're normally yeah. definitely exclusives. But you know what I mean? Like, if, like, Mario 64, these guys that were actually developing it were doing it from the ground up. So they weren't just porting over a ROM and then tweaking it a little bit to put it onto a system. They were actually making it from the ground up. But yes, okay, they had the little Mario um, sprites and all that. So then Nintendo came on board and said, okay, well, this is copyright, thanks, see you, stop, bye. Look, it's using using their intellectual, um, whatever you want to call it, knowledge, literature, property, that's the word. But at this, look, they done it with Pokemon Uranium, I think it was called. It was a a fan-made Pokemon game. And everything I read, people loved it. Was that it was the on- online Lich- one that you could actually run around yeah. and there were people running around with you? That was a different oh. one. This one was you could download it individually. Yeah. Um, it was one guy made it and it took him six years or something to make. Yeah. Uh, and it lasted six days, I think, online. <laughs> six years and six days. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> like, the, the happy stories I want to hear out of that is... Nintendo scalps and people, you know what I mean? That's what I want to hear. Like, if he spent six years building a Pokemon game, let's face it, it's a IP that is slowly dying, and they see someone who's putting that sort of quality, that kind of work, them kind of ideas into it, he's not even getting paid, yeah. and he's doing it. Wouldn't you, instead of spending, jeez, lawyers... You don't know who you're coming up against. I, I used to have to argue with lawyers uh, for one of my jobs as a union delegate, 
and the two lawyers, because they were QC, so they're as high as you possibly can get in Australia, they're Queen's councils, so they're as high as you can get, were two and a half... I live on a highway. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, the Queen's councils were two and a half thousand dollars each per hour. See, that's and just ridiculous in itself. <laughs> so th- this this company used to spend $5,000 an hour to argue with me over a safety concern that probably would have only cost... What, there was this one... It was a rope. They bought the wrong rope for $25,000. They didn't want to buy another rope for thirty. So it would have cost them $55,000. So they spent two days fighting me in court... With these guys worth five thousand dollars an hour, so they spend a hundred thousand to lose anyway. Mm. Because they were that's the only reason why I took them to court was because they were literally wrong. Yeah. But they wanted to spend the money, so and that's what I mean. Like they were willing to spend a hundred thousand dollars to save it. Nintendo, uh, willing to spend thousands of dollars to stop someone from doing something, and it's like, why? Like. Let them. If it's if it's a exactly what we were talking about the other day with the um, emulators and the ROMs, if it's no longer accessible by the developer or the producer, then let them let them have their fun. Yeah. Like if you if if all you're doing is lining the pockets of someone else who is not in the gaming industry, then why why stop? Yeah. Oh, is this, is this rant of the week? Did we get to No, the not week yet. Or? We're coming to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have multiple, but yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, but I, I feel sorry for the person for doing it. Maybe he should have just used other characters instead of the Mario one, but uh, I don't know how they can just come across and go, oh, no, no. Like, they could have offered to maybe pay him for doing the game. Oh, like just give, hire yeah, him. Give him a yeah. job. So, do you want to work for... Like, there's so many people. Like, even Penguin Ninja Studios, who we um, work in hand with a lot. I guarantee you, if Nintendo rung them and said, Hey, guys, we love the work you're doing at the moment. Do you want to come and work for us? Like, look, you've got to take that down because it's not endorsed. Our lawyers might get nervous because there might be a code or a bug or a virus and then Nintendo will get sued or whatever. But come and work for us. Yeah. I'll, we'll give you a job. Yeah. I guarantee you they would be leaping at yeah. it. No, that's it. We've done a little bit of an update to our website where we're now including all online events coming up because obviously everyone knows. Uh, and, and if you don't, I'll let you know now there's a COVID virus going around the world at the moment. So all physical events have been stopped. So there's been a lot of digital events and um, a lot of them are coming up quite soon, which are all available on our website, gamersdownunder.com. Um, so some of the events are coming up. The Stream Game Festival is from the 10th to the 15th of June. The Summer Game Fest, 10th to the 15th of June as well. EA Play Live, which is the 12th of June. And the NP, oh, sorry, the NGPX, the, so the New Game Expo, that's on the 24th of June this month. So there's all links and details on our website. Just jump over and have a look at that. Excellent. Uh, so, like, the other week, mate, I did this... Uh, I've tried to let people know, at the moment, there's a lot of people out in the world trying to get their hands on a VR headset, especially the Oculus Quest. Uh, mm-hmm. And I noticed, because I got an email from Oculus saying, hey, you can buy another headset, because I might have registered to try and get another one. 
not going to go any further with that on the podcast with prying ears, but um, they sent me an email saying, hey, they're available. So I'm like, no, that's great. I'll actually do a blog and let our followers know. Literally, I pressed post on the blog and within 10 minutes, I had a message from one of the people that follow us saying, um, thanks for the blog. Thanks for letting me know. However, they're all sold out. And I'm like, no, I'm on the page too, because I, I may or may not have been trying to purchase one. And anyway, when I clicked next, it said error. And I'm like, no. So I actually missed that as well. So next time I'm not doing the blog, I'm just going to purchase it straight away. <laughs> but yeah, so the Oculus Quest it's ridiculous, is going, it? it is. But like, and some of the prices people are selling them for is phenomenal. Like you'll buy a headset for 600 and you'll sell them on eBay for over 200, uh, 1200. So just crazy. I get upset. Look, there's two different people in the world. There's scalpers and people who sell. Like you bought the quest, you've used it, you've realized that you want a better one so you could sell it and buy a better one. That's, you were in the right place at the right time. Like, if you do make a profit, so be it. You didn't buy it for the intent to rot people. Um, it's I guess it's sort of the equivalent of buying a car and selling it later on and its value has gone up. Yeah. That's that's okay. I, I endorse that. If people can make a profit, you've obviously bought something, you've spent your money on it, uh, and it's gone up in value. The people who purely buy something to rot the system and scalp and make money, that is when I get heavily upset on Like, I was up on Facebook before. The post is gone now, so I don't know whether he was actually a troll or um, what, what admin deleted it. I'm not too sure. But it was, like, hey, guys, just wondering what the ins and outs are with eBay, blah, blah, blah. He pre-ordered a collector's edition I think it was The Last of Us 2 or something from EB Games he uh, hunted the site on the day because there's only a certain limited amount got it put the deposit down boom done then puts it on to eBay and he sold it for a profit but he doesn't even have it the game's not released yet so that's what he's trying to find out the the rules for is like oh I've sold it already so say you bought it from EB Games for $500. It's the one with the PlayStation and everything. Yeah. Then he sold it for $1,000. And he doesn't even actually have it. Like, EB Games could turn around and say, oh, yeah, we overcapitalized. We don't actually have any for you and cancel it. Yeah. So it's just a... That, for me, is a freaking scam. Yeah. Like he no, should I don't be like that. Reported. Especially, that's the hardest thing. Like, if you wanted to be, be one of those collectors and have all those consoles, if you're not available on that day when they're selling, like, they just go. And like, as I said, with the Quest at the moment, they're selling better than hotcakes, and I like my hotcakes. Mm-hmm. And I get it. literally, if I can't get one, <laughs> and I'm yep. always on their site, like, it must be hard for people to get it. And then when people are selling them on eBay for, as I said, nearly double the value. So... Yeah, can't do anything about it. Hopefully, Facebook gets some more, or Oculus gets some more uh, quests out soon. Um, I know there is a bit of a rumor going around that there might be version 2 coming out, uh, but there's no ETA on that either. Mm. Alright, well, PlayStation 4 Pro. Last of Us 2 console. 
That's the one I was talking about. That's it. How good is it? I don't know whether I could do it. it just... It's so close to PS5. Like, I would have with Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Final Fantasy VII Remake, solely because that is me. It's sort of like if they turned around and said, hey, we're going to make a Nintendo Switch Zelda Ocarina of Time or something like that for you. Yep. You, yep. You'd be like, actually, I want that. I need that. Yep. I'll have it. Thank you very much. And you'd buy even though... You forgot. Switch- you did forget something there. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> But yeah, but maybe the um, like Switch Two is coming out. Yeah, but you'd still buy it because it, it means so much to you. So there are people out there that The Last of Us means a lot to. They, I don't know. I personally would not buy a Pro now, six months and less, till PS Five comes out. Yeah, I would, uh, especially with what they done last time. Like Last of Us One was out less than a year I think it was nine months by the time they brought it out on PS4 yeah so I guarantee you uh, it's it'll be out on PS5 so if you're after the game itself then PS5 will be here yeah um, but if you're after the console would I spend that money for a console that yeah uh, people would obviously that IP does um, bring a lot of love to a lot of people so yeah, there will be people out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it upsets me that they didn't do a Final Fantasy one. Yeah. Yeah. It always comes down to Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, I knew. I knew straight away as soon as I mentioned it. I could talk about anything else in this world. You go, oh, yeah, but with Final Fantasy. No. Yep. yep. Makes sense. Um, so, PlayStation Store. Banned in China. China also... They banned something else as well the other, other week. Which, I find it funny because... Sony, how would I put this? Um, well, the official story is that they're doing only um, security upgrades. Yes. But at the time of writing the article, we're still unclear of what that was actually referring to. Um, the way I look at it is it's sort of like a thief accusing another thief of stealing. Oh, okay. They both, they, they both have very, very poor consumer... Um, beliefs. Uh, Sony is losing in a triple C as we speak. They're getting absolutely railroaded worldwide. That's why they they operate in certain countries as their external brand. Because like even the European Sony is getting sued by the Australian Crimes Commission uh, because it breaches Australia's regulations and laws and they're like oh yeah but this is what we do in the eu yeah and it's like uh but you're not there you're in australia yeah like yeah we don't care about you guys user user nothing and that's literally their standpoint on it it's like well we'll just leave Uh, same as china china said it about australia australia kicked up about them china's like oh you realize that you guys are just uh chewing gum on our shoe like we've got cities with your whole population like if you truly want to upset us we can walk away from you guys both uh china yeah 
that's a whole different pickle of that one. I'm not going to even think about touching, but I, if that's... <laughs> you're not going to think about touching. You've gone on a rant for 10 minutes, and then you're like, I could, oh, I I'm not going to involve myself in that one. I'm no. done, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sit on the fence. Yes, it sounds like it. <laughs> As a Sony fanboy communist, <laughs> I... Um... <laughs> what a worry. Well, look... The coronavirus is going actually pretty good in Australia though at the moment. Um, and in saying that as well, EB Games is going to resume their game trades and console repairs. Now, and, and not in Victoria. <laughs> finally, oh, I got a foot cramp. They have finally started sales again. Yes, which they right. got me. They got me two days in a row actually. <laughs> I was wa- walking out and I was like, oh, today's a good day. And I looked down and in my right hand, there's an EB Games plastic bag. I was like, when did that get there? Where, where'd that come from? And then I looked down and there's another one in my left. I was like, ah, oh, Jesus. They're, they're, they're breeding. breeding. No, nah, it's it's good. It's I feel like the, would you call it the market? Like as in the consumer is starting to get back in. To the point where it's actually upsetting me because now it just feels like it's Christmas shopping yeah. every freaking day. Yeah. I was going to say I, that. It really does feel a lot like Christmas shopping. You just see so many I people like, out. Yeah. I like to sneak down to Eber Games on my lunch break, troll through the... Uh, I looked the day before. No, it's sort of like opening the fridge. <laughs> Even though... You know exactly what's the fridge, in there. <laughs> yeah. You're still going to do it. Yeah. And that is me. And, and the missus says, she's like... You were at EB Games yesterday. What are you going to do today? I'm like, exactly what I done opening the fridge an hour ago. I'm going to go and just check it out. Ooh, what's in the fridge? (laughs) Sure sure enough, I go and look at the fridge. And that's what I do. Um, And I go, I'm always trolling EB Games because they all of a sudden have these big sales on. Look, that's how I got that um, big Elder Scrolls figurine. Like, it was $200 or something, $250 when it first came out. And they just kept marking it down, marking it down, marking it down. I ended up getting it for $40 or something because they finally had a half price of 99 And I was like, oh, done. Yeah. Like, for $45. I don't even actually know where it is. I haven't seen it for a while. It's probably somewhere. It might even be in the water damage stuff in my shipping container at at this rate. I'm not too sure, but... um, The joys of moving the joys of moving but yeah I, I am glad that the consumers are getting back out there I was definitely nervous about the physical side of gaming in Australia especially so it is a very fickle market it doesn't like we've lost game we've lost game traders we've lost a lot of stores over the years it feels like EB Games and Zing are the only ones who are still here. I'm happy. I'm happy they're doing game trades, console repairs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, definitely. Alright, new game coming out. Paper Mario, the Origami King. Yawn. <laughs> well, there's a question later <laughs> referring to Mario, so we'll leave that for there anyway. Well, wake me up when it comes. <laughs> We still haven't got a date for it. You can currently pre-order it on the Switch, though. Um, Crystal Chronicles Remastered Experiences. Yay! August release. 
Final Fantasy, uh, obviously. That's why you probably I didn't. Feeling you a probably didn't realise. No, I didn't. I went. Oh, what's Crystal Chronicles? Sounds good. Sign me up. Final Fantasy. Bum. <laughs> Truth. Truthfully, I I don't know. Some people, I think nostalgia actually wins people over. Like it's one game where I didn't like it. I actually I'm gonna even go as far as say I disliked it when it first came out. Maybe Ooh. not hate. But definitely dislike. I'm pretty sure it was Wii U it came out on. And I barely even finished a demo. I was like, yuck. And I moved on. But upon saying that, a lot of Final Fantasy games around that era, Final Fantasy twelve kind of era, they really were trying to break through our next... Um, component of gaming yeah. like they started to move away from the turn based and they started going the turn based action RPG yeah. and a lot of people myself included the die hard Final Fantasy fans hated it at the time because it was like oh this is linear we want open worlds this is too button bashing we want turn based but, but now as older linear and action button bashing is my cup of tea I love it so maybe Crystal Chronicles was once again like a lot of these other games just released too early and I'll actually enjoy it but um, from memory oh it was uh, definitely a lady I did not ring back the next day <laughs> alright well look Mike <laughs> I'm just leaving that I'm over five just because fantasy, of, I'm done cause, <laughs> but did you get the reference that I played it for two minutes <laughs> So it is very fitting. Uh, look, I was going to say 30 seconds. Don't lie to yourself. But I thought I'd leave it out of it. So I've just got a question before we go to the next topic that's coming up. So Minecraft Dungeons. Have you played the game? Nah. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you a bit about it. And, and me and one of my mates were having a heated argument over this game. It's... I'll, I'll tell you basically what it is. It's Diablo, but it's Minecraft. That's it. Okay. So it's a good game. No, no, no. Diablo is a, a fantastic game. And this is not. And the reason why it's not is because it's got the word Minecraft at the start. Now, I thought being Minecraft, you'd be able to build and construct things sort of like Dragon Quest builders. Similar to that. Where you can still build your own little world and you can hack and slash and go around the place and do whatever. It's not. All it is is Diablo, that's it. So you're killing things and... It's using a little swipey motion for your sword or whatever spells you're using. I played it for two hours. I moved on. My mate goes, I don't understand you. <laughs> he goes, you normally recommend good games, but however, you've missed the point on this. He's saying it's it's like a drug to get into Diablo for kids. Sure, I get my kids into drugs. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. I don't know. Do you like the game? No. Then it's probably a good game. <laughs> Look, it's not that I don't like it, but I I think I thought there was more building aspects in it as well. And that's why I gave it a go. I thought, oh yeah, Minecraft. I haven't really played many Minecraft games. I'll give it a go. I'll do some buildings. I'll well, that's why they. and I'll have a good day. That's why they brought it out, because people complained in Minecraft that they didn't have the dungeon hack and slash side of it. So they brought yep. out dungeons for that. So it, it's a separate 
entity completely. Yeah, but it's still in the Minecraft universe, so I thought you'd be able to build and kill. Mm. And they're all little square boxes, so it just drives me crazy. But look, my mate says it's a really good game, so if you haven't tried it, have a go. It's on the Game Pass, currently on the Xbox, so you can get it for free, as long as you're a subscription for the Xbox Games for Gold. Um, and there's also now a DLC coming out for it as well. It only just came out. Yeah. Yep. And I've already announced that I'm going to do a DLC for it, so... Yeah. Alright, move on then. <laughs> move on. Alright. So, Summer of Mara. June release. Soon. I am actually excited for this one. It is... It, it is going to be Animal Crossing... But slightly more, uh, not adult, not adult. I don't know. Maybe slightly faster paced. But from what I can see, like I've been watching it for a while on Kickstarter and everything like that. So it's yeah, I, it's sort of I guess what what would you say a town builder slash resource kind of style Management, game yep. management. Yep. Look, it's just something, and I think it's going to be a game that's perfectly suited for the Switch. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so the 16th of June, it's coming out, so I'm definitely picking up day one. Hmm. I, yeah, no. I'll have, it, I'll have it downloaded on the Switch the night before. Yuck. <laughs> but no, no, so that would be a really cool game. It looks really cool. Uh, there's a trailer on our website if you want to have a check that out as well. One thing that I did want to see, actually, I... I don't feel like a lot of games have pushed the PS4 Pro to its maximum, but that's uh, neither here nor there. The Sony has turned around and laid down the law with forwards compatibility. They've turned around and said to their developers, yes. producers, whatever, and said, okay, from this date onwards, you have to make sure these games are forwards compatible. They can be released on PS5. They don't want end game product yep. being released on PS4 and it can't be ported over so I I think that's a good call I, I take my hat off to Sony for doing that because it would be a bit upsetting to um, purchase a game now and then you only literally get six months um, to play it it's, you can't play it anywhere else and I know obviously Sony are trying to compete yep. with Xbox in regards to the backwards compatibility so maybe they're trying to say no we don't even want people to have to buy your game five times we want them to buy it on playstation 4 and they can put that disc into playstation 5 and it'd be played maybe if the disc reads that's actually a pretty good idea if it does that that'd be pretty yeah. good yeah maybe if the disc reads are different maybe it gives you a code so then if you did buy the physical on ps4 they could turn around and say, oh, well, go to our website and you can download a free digital copy onto your PS5. I would, I'd yep. accept that because you bought the physical copy of a whole different console. So I wouldn't expect them yep. to, like, I wouldn't get on my high horse and be like, oh, well, I want the physical too, but I do. I'm on my high horse looking down on everyone. Um, but I would accept that. So we've got a question from a couple of our followers and you may know one of them. Mm -hmm. um, it's from the Power On Retro Gaming Podcast from James and Scott. Oh, yes. Now, James is one of the admins for our page also, so he does another page, which is Power On Retro Gaming. 
they normally go into a bit of gaming news and uh, majority retro gaming consoles, which I love as well. They've actually asked us a question. They want to know our answers. Now, I'm a Mario fanboy, so I know exactly where I'm going to stand with this. It's a fantastic game, but I'll ask the question anyway. So, do you think that the evolution of Mario games since the NES have been to the franchise's potential per console? Oh, do you want me to kick off that rant, or are you going to just... <laughs> Look, you can, you can, and then I'll, con- I'll conclude it. No. Done. Move on. Right, you can good. <laughs> Absolutely not. I... Why do you think they haven't? No one has. Absolutely no one. The gaming industry is stagnant. Everyone is relying on names and nostalgia to carry them through. I have a bit of violence towards a lot of IPs, especially Nintendo. Um, While they put so much money and effort into... This literally comes down to my rant earlier. Stop suing people and bring back what made you the a name and a product for generations gamers worldwide like they were you mentioned mario to anyone and they you mentioned mario to my mum and she would know what mario is she'd you show her a pokemon is this a pikachu and it would be it could be a gyarados and she would think it's a pikachu she'd have no clue but you mention the word Mario to her and she would know like it is a household name do I believe Nintendo are living up to franchises potential per console no they I I, I believe that they have gone downhill since Nintendo 64 I was that's where I was going to kick in because I, I think that they have increased per potential from uh, the Game Boy then going to Mario Brothers on the NES and then going to the Super Nintendo. Are you saying Game Boy like, was they were before all fa- NES? Is that what you just said? No, then? it was all around. <laughs> it was all around. Yes. But okay, so from the NES to the Game Boy, oh. then to the Big Madden? the Super Nintendo. Are you, are you saying the Game Boy is before the Super Nintendo? Ooh, geez. that would be close. That would be close. Maybe ninety-three or something is. Game Boy, um, 91 is NES, I thought. Hold the line. Hold Hold the the line. line. So, Nintendo, Game Boy, Super Nintendo. Big Ben. I was right. And as he quickly checks back to Google. (laughs) That's it. So, it came out on the Nintendo... So Mario 1, fantastic, which was the original game, which everybody knows, which I got my grandmother to do hopping to jump further in the original game. Mario 2, okay, that came from Doki Doki Panic. It was just clearly just a port, but it was still a good game, so it was still good. Mario 3, where you've got the worlds, fantastic. Yes, yes. Okay, then you go to the Game Boy. Okay, the Game Boy 1, it was impacted by the Game Boy hardware, so if you had the old original green screens, it wasn't as clear. But it was still a Mario game, in the true thing. It's a platformer, you're jumping, and all that. That was probably the best they could do with that technology at the time. Up until the 64, I agree with you. The 64 was probably the pinnacle of Mario. Yep. And then from there, they've just done sight deviations on that. I just feel like they've pretty much ported things ever since. 
Like, yeah, and, that, and that's what I mean. Yeah. So I know James, for their answer, James loved the Luigi game that came out lately. I just yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether exactly what I my rant with Pokemon. A lot of these franchises are sticking to the exact same age group, not the people who have stood by their side for forty years, like. Pokemon, I was there for pretty much day one release in the West from red, red, blue, green, as in fire, red, leaf, green, yellow, from so on. And I've supported that franchise for the last 20 plus years, but every game is still aimed at an eight-year-old. The Mario, loved Mario on 64. Yep. Absolutely loved it. There was so much to it, like Yoshi's Worlds, all these kind of sub-games. Mario, I actually thought... Like, I'll have to look back into it, because it has been so long. I thought Mario 2 was the... I thought that was a bomb diggity, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was Mario 3. I'll have to... Well, Mario 3 is with the actual world. Mario 2 is where you can be Peach, Luigi, Toad, or Mario. Mm. And like the peach, uh, peach would fly and things like that. But that wasn't actually a, originally in a Mario game on the Famicom. That was actually the game called, what I called before. Yeah, yeah. Pokey, Pokey, Doki, Pokey, whatever. Doki. <laughs> Pokey, Doki, Panic. I can't even think of Doki, Doki, Panic. I just whatever. Look, could you honestly imagine, <laughs> um, like Mario sixty four, on now on the Switch? Like, give me, like that. I just feel like, like I haven't sat there and rung one of my friends and said, have you played the new Mario game? I have. I've finished it. Oh, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, if you liked it, then most people don't. <laughs> no! Look, they've made some good games, and, and I think with the Mario franchise, they have done gimmicks to try and improve the game somewhat. Mario Sunshine, you had the water pack on your back. That's similar to, like, Luigi's Mansion, where he's got a pack on the back. Yeah. Um, and they can do special event things that they can do. Um, Super New Super Mario Brothers, you can become really, really large. I don't know why you'd want to become really, really large to just run through the stages. It takes all the challenge out of it. But it, look, it's fun. I played it on the 3DS. I actually don't like the controls on the 3DS for that Mario game, though, because it feels like you're ice skating. Yep. Um... Uh, like Mar- Mario 3D Land, yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Mario, with like the, the Olympics cat. and stuff like that. I like, like Mario Smash Tennis. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. every yeah. every name you mention, it's sort of as if it's like Mario. I'm not gonna. I'm definitely not gonna say subpar, but it just does. None feel like a direct Mario game. It's like, hey, we've got a tennis game here. We're gonna slap some Mario on it. We got Super Smash Bros. We're going to slap in some Mario characters. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. just don't feel yeah. like it, Luigi, it's a brother no one likes. <laughs> We're not even asking about Luigi. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I think they've done a lot of little gimmicks with it. I think it could have got a lot better than what it's done. I have played most of the games. Um, yeah, so have I. And like Mario, Mario Odyssey, I thought was a beautiful game on the Wii. But was it to its potential? No, I reckon they could have done it better. And that's the same with um, even Odyssey. Like Odyssey, I played and I finished. I didn't collect all those moons because there was millions of them. 
So you went from like 120 stars in the first 64 game to millions of moons. I'm like, nah, moving on. But I like the sub games that they've got, like what you're talking about. Hey, you've got like the Toad, uh, mm. Treasure Tracker, whatever. He's really cool. I don't mind that. That's quite fun running around as him. Luigi, I haven't actually played. Mario Kart 8 was um, actually pretty good. I didn't mind Mario Kart. I don't know, a lot of people, like even when we were looking at gaming competitions, uh, we were like, oh, who wants to play some Mario Kart? And a lot of the yeah. diehard older fans were like, as long as it's not Mario Kart 8, because they didn't like it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I do, do I see Mario ever coming back? That's probably the other question. Do I do I see Mario being a household name ever again? I, I don't. I don't think so. Not not to the equivalent of what it was when we were kids. And kids these days... See, I think it will because it still is appealing to that younger market. Yeah, but kids these days are so into things different. They're into crap like... And I say crap. Minecraft. Fortnite. Like, all them... Uh, like... Even though I play Fortnite, I just don't feel like that's a shooter that I would have enjoyed as a kid. I liked Counter-Strike and uh, Doom and oh, Wolfenstein, all them kind of... Duke Nukem, like them kind of shooters. What about... How have you gone to shooters from Mario? <laughs> <laughs> what about Mario uh, Super Mario Run? Oh, yuck. That's on... Mobile, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. How cool. Like, look, that was a, like another gimmick, but that played like a Mario game. I didn't like it. It was the Square Enix oh. jumped on the back of it and tried doing a Tomb Raider run as well. That was, yes. I would have watched that running. Uh, yeah. It, well, actually, it was. It was exciting to watch, but... Other, <laughs> Uh, look, yeah, my rant ended. Do I... Evolution of Mario games since NES have been to the franchise's potential per console. Since 64, no. I feel yep. like GameCube, um, DS, 3DS, 3DS, Extra Large, like, it's very... Ooh, I like Extra Large, mate. I do. That Mario Sunshine is coming to the Switch, and don't worry, I will be picking it up as soon as I can. I do, I d and, like, literally... Like, I was trying to think of my most favourite Mario game. It would have to be 64. Like, just mm. play... Like, when I think back, there was Mar Super Mario 3 or whatever it was, I... The, he's on the front cover. I think he's even got the tail because he could fly or something. Yep, 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 yep. That memory, once again, that's all it is. It's a memory, the nostalgia for the box art because for some reason that's burned into my brain. That is one game of Mario that I have not finished. Really? Yeah. I get to level eight and it's like you're in this darkness and I always run out of items to use to try and save myself to get through those levels. Yeah. There has been so many rage quits on that game, but I love the game. And exactly like you said, you see that image of Mario with the, the ears and yeah. the, the raccoon tail, yep. and you're like, ah, oh, I want to play that game. But yeah. Alright, well, look, thanks for um, asking us the question, uh, James and Scott. Guys, make sure you jump on to Power on Retro Gaming on all podcasting channels. Um, 
and like and subscribe them on Facebook as well. And thanks, guys, for the question. Yes, yeah, if they look. I I personally haven't met Scott, but I've talked to James a fair few times. He loves retro, loves de- detail, especially like there's so much thing. He is an avid collector as well, so it's always a good time having a chat to James. So uh, always good time having to listen to their podcast as well. They break break down a little bit of different details than what we probably do on our podcast. So um, yep. yeah, it works works in nicely. Yeah. All right, I think we're done. Mm. Oh, How did we finish? I'm done with you. <laughs> you're sort of oh. like the Mario of the two of us. See, you're just a bit lackluster. Not really that good. Oh. You're only here because your parents love you. And I even question that. <laughs> they didn't drown me at birth. It's okay. Yeah. No. All right. Well, look, thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Be sure you check out gamers.under.com for your gaming news and reviews. Smash the subscribe button. And it'll never be game over. And a gamer's got a game. (laughs)